Jimmy Hawk fan, ready to talk some Iowa Hawkeye football and basketball, but most mostly going to focus on football here today because I haven't talked about the big win against the Cornhuskers on Black Friday, and I had predicted that game to be 31-17, to the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes didn't quite get to 31. The Huskers got a little bit more than 17, but... Uh, main thing there is Iowa didn't convert very well once they got into the red zone. They had some opportunities and just didn't convert as well as they could and also struggled running the ball, especially in the first half. So let's take a look at the scoring summary here in this game. Iowa came out pretty fast and got a Keith Duncan 32-yard field goal, but again, didn't put it in the end zone. So you start kind of getting aggravated when you're watching these games because you want touchdowns. I mean, everybody wants touchdowns, and not going to always happen. But then there was the big Tyrone Tracy Jr. touchdown reception uh, from Spencer Petrus and 10 nothing Hawkeyes going into the second quarter. So feeling pretty good at that point. But Nebraska came back pretty quickly and got a field goal from Connor Culp. Got another field goal from Culp, and then back comes Duncan, but it's another field goal for the Hawkeyes. Again, couldn't get it into the end zone. And then right before the end of the half, Adrian Martinez with a touchdown run, and it's a 13-13 game. So... Halftime, you're kind of sweating it out a little bit, going, man, I thought I would be running the ball better, and they just haven't really been able to get it going, and it's a tie game. And then the second half starts, Nebraska goes right down the field and gets a touchdown. Ramir Johnson with a 12-yard 12, 12 run, and it was a kind of a, a, a eerie feeling at that point, but... Give the Hawkeyes credit. They came right back, went all the way down the field, and Makai Sargent had a two-yard run to tie it up at 20. Now, going into the fourth quarter, it became the Hawkeyes' game. And Keith Duncan, 48-yard field goal. Keith Duncan, 37-yard field goal. And, oh, I wanted him to get the 50-yarder just because of the, you know, the history with Keith Duncan and Nebraska. If that would have just gotten over that crossbar, it hit the crossbar, 50-yarder, and bounced back, and it didn't go in. So Keith ended up 4-5 or five, uh, for field goals in the game, but he had a heck of a game. And the Hawkeyes were still up 26-20, but it made it a little bit interesting there. And then, man, Chauncey Golston with the sack and the forced fumble and the Flying Dutchman. Then Valkenberg grabs the ball in the air. So whether it was an incomplete pass or a, or a fumble, it didn't matter because he caught it before it hit the ground. And that was it. Hawkeyes won. Sixth year in a row winning the Heartland Trophy. Four wins in a row on the season to go to 4-2. and two. After that disappointing 0-2 start, and if the Hawkeyes would have just gotten one of those games... I mean, especially if they would have beaten Northwestern and the Hawks were up 17-zip in that game. Hawkeyes would be playing for the championship here.
if they won, you know, if they win the next two games. But it'd be pretty darn exciting right now. It still is. I mean, I want to see the Hawkeyes win, win out, and 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 it becomes a really fun season. So can't look back in the past too much there. If you look at this game, Adrian Martinez ended up starting, and Luke McCaffrey had replaced him as the starting quarterback. And Adrian Martinez, I mean, he couldn't throw an incomplete pass. He was 18 of 20, 174 yards. He was sacked three times for 20 yards, and um, but Luke McCaffrey played some too, and he was 3 of 5, 21 yards. But for some reason, the center kept snapping it over his head or into his feet. or And I don't know what was going on. It sounded like there was too much <laughs> clapping going on. In a football stadium? Why are they allowing clapping? Oh, wait. As Kirk said, it's not golf, it's football. So, clapping should be okay, and I don't think clapping causes your center to snap it over the quarterback's head, or snapping it at his, at his feet, uh, but that's what Coach Frost blamed it on. The bad snaps was Iowa's sideline was clapping. Really bizarre, <laughs> bizarre situation there, but anyway, that just made for some humor, and Captain Kirk's comments about that were just hilarious after the game. I mean, are you kidding me? This is football clapping? <laughs> it is just mind-boggling. I mean, normally there's 70,000 people there clapping as loud as they can and yelling and screaming. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think. It just seems like another Scott Frost excuse that he seems to have for every game. Spencer Petrus completed 18 of 30 passes, 193 yards, and he had some nice passes in there. He had a really, really nice touchdown pass, a really rough interception pass that was, uh, he was running to his left and trying to throw it across his body, uh, and, and the receiver was covered. I don't know what, what he was thinking there instead of just throwing it out of bounds or trying to run for a few yards, but... He did not have his best game. And I will say that the receivers could have helped him out. There were some passes that they were off a little bit, but they hit their hands. And it seems like if they hit their hands, most receivers think they should catch those passes. So they just need to keep working and 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 getting better. Only a few games left, but uh, that passing game is still a work in progress. Rushing for Nebraska... Luke McCaffrey and Wandale Robinson, the great wide receiver, both had 42 yards rushing. Martinez, 28. And Nebraska outrushed Iowa. And I would not have seen that. I did not see that coming. I, they had 143 yards rushing. Iowa had 129. And I would have thought that Iowa would have 200 yards rushing, at least in this game. But Tyler Goodson... 30 rushing attempts for 111 yards, and it was it was tough in the first half. Not a whole lot of yards there. Uh, Makai Sargent only had five rushes. I think uh, I've heard he might be a little bit dinged up, but 
Teagood ended up with 111 yards, um, 3.7 average, and I mean, they grinded out the game and got the win because they started running the ball effectively in the second half. So that was good to see. For Nebraska, Wandale Robinson had nine catches for 75 yards. Good receiver there. Uh, Cade Warner had one catch, nine yards. Oliver Martin, one catch, seven yards. Oliver Martin, interesting. It's kind of interesting. He won. He was on the team that won the Heartland Trophy last year. This year, he's on the team that lost the Heartland Trophy. For the Hawkeyes, Sam Laporta, five catches, 38 yards. Another great game for him. Amir Smith-Marset and Brandon Smith each had three catches. Uh, Sean Byer, the one-hander. I mean, he it was a bullet down the seam, and he reached his, his big, big paw up there and, and reeled it in. That was great to see. So, you know, I think there were some drops from this group, and, and they need to kind of get back together. And, and they weren't great passes, but uh, they could have had a few more catches and made a few more big plays in this game. Now, when you talk about the defense, again, I mean, the defense had a couple of lapses. They really did in this game. They gave up a couple of decent drives, but when it came to crunch time, when we got into the second half, after that first drive in the second half, Nebraska did nothing. They couldn't get anything done. And Nick Neiman, again, was the leading tackler with 12. Hankins with nine, Campbell, and Davion Nixon with eight. Davion Nixon with another sack, and uh, Chauncey Golston with the big one to end the game. Seth Benson had a sack as well. So I, I'm so impressed with the defense and, and how those guys work together. Um, great win for the Hawkeyes, 26-20. It just seems like every year, for whatever reason, this game is close. And and this year, I think the Hawkeyes had some chances to kind of get it a little, you know, a little bit more separation, but just didn't quite execute well enough. But hey, I'll take the win. Six years in a row, Heartland Trophy coming home. Go Hawks! That was awesome. Now, let's go to basketball because the Hawkeyes played two basketball games this weekend. And Luca Garza, are you kidding me? This guy has played 26 minutes per game. He's averaging over 33 points per game. 86% field goal percentage. Uh, he's shooting, well, 3 of 4, 75% from 3. And 87% from the line. That's just two games. But... He had 36 points in the first half against Southern yesterday. Just He looked unstoppable in there. And obviously the competition is going to get better, but just been fun to see that I mean, this guy is driven to succeed. And Joe Wieskamp, he, has, uh, he had a good game uh, yesterday against Southern. He's, he's starting to get that three-point groove going again, getting a lot of rebounds. I'm really impressed with Patrick McCaffrey. He's a, a really athletic kid and, and runs the court well, as does Keegan Murray. I mean, Kenyon's twins 
Keegan and Chris, but Keegan's been playing a lot, and he's a good shooter. He's a good rebounder. He's a shot blocker. I really like how he runs runs the court. He's an athletic kid, and you throw him in there with C.J. Frederick, Jordan Bohannon. Uh, it's been fun watching Aaron Euless get in there and get some playing time. Um, Connor McCaffrey obviously is is a great player. Joe Toussaint. Hey, it, this is just a team that's loaded. And some great games coming up. North Carolina is coming up in about a week. Iowa State is coming up. The Hawkeyes are going to have a good opportunity to, to beat them pretty good. And then everybody's looking towards that big game against the Zags. Gonzaga in, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So... Exciting little holiday weekend here with two basketball games, a Hawkeye football game, three victories. It doesn't get any better than that. So go Hawks. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.